Hello, hello. Hello. Hello, hello. (laughs) Welcome to the Extremely Gay Podcast. I'm Frida. I'm Erica. And uh, we're very queer. Again, for the second time. Second time. Second episode. What if this was the only second time we'd ever been queer? (laughs) That would... We wouldn't be very um, qualified to host this podcast. I mean, fair. Fair enough. But yeah, we're back. We did take a (laughs) tiny break. Uh, Not by choice, necessarily, but... Uh, we're back and more committed than ever. Honestly, one part of the break is just it took a really long time. We were waiting to get on iTunes. That's true. And we still have not. No. And I think it is homophobia. <laughs> yes. I do. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'm we did. dramatic, but I also do actually. We did get up, um, approved for Spotify and Google Podcasts, I believe, but still no word from iTunes and it's been... A month, probably over that. Yeah, it and must like, be. We've submitted multiple other podcasts, iTunes in the past. No problem. Not have a problem. Yeah, we like did the process twice. Mm-hmm. So what? What would be the reason? Except for they went extremely gay, extremely no way. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to drink with my no drinking during the podcast. Not allowed. You Very know, strange. I can't go like. Three minutes without a beverage. Very true. But yeah, we're back. I'm a beverage queer. That's um, my name. And uh, ready to talk about gay stuff. Yeah. Um, but which gay stuff? All of it. But, but yeah, I feel like last episode we kind of caught you up on like what's been going on and like where we're at and like, you know, what our life's been and some new stuff and pride and it was pride month so like obviously um so about that but um we honestly just started recording now because we were talking about stuff anyway and we're like we should record this because we're just talking yeah we were gonna record it tomorrow but then we were just chatting about the topic yeah so we might as well but we're already talking about it yeah what if we say all of our interesting things and then we're out of them by tomorrow you know Mm -hmm. um but yeah, as we mentioned, like, and if you have ever seen us before or watched us before or anything, which you might not have, but uh, we used to do YouTube a lot. And um, we started in 2016, I want to say, or maybe even 2015, but the end of 2015. Yeah. End of 2015. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, 2015. And it was like the era of, um, lesbian couple channels i would say like that's how i would define it but yeah and and there was it was just like everywhere at least if you were in that like space like if you were queer and on youtube you've probably seen some at least one or two lesbian couples that were like literally just have the brand was about them as a couple in their lives it's true you can really think of like what an era it was it was like I think of these couples that so many of them have been broken up for years. And, like, that's so weird to just know about other people. Like, most mm-hmm. people I wouldn't just, like, bring up, hey, you remember this person you did, like, five years ago? But, mm-hmm. but it's because also – I still the, associate those people. At the yeah. time, that's what they, like – you know, if you're th- talking about marketing, that's what their brand was. That was what their channel was. That's what they did. That's what they're known for. Karen and Cammy, Stevie and Allie, Rose and Rosie – Rhea and Chris, those are the ones I remember, I think. Yeah. And I know there are other, I definitely watched a lot of them, but that was like 
the top yeah. ones that I for sure watched. Um, and then we kind of joined that as well. Like, yeah, that was how we started out. That's what we did for our YouTube channel for a few years, really, like yeah. for a while. I mean, it really just worked out because um, Frida knew about YouTube mm -hmm. and I didn't know anything about YouTube, but I like being on camera. And, and you were in entertainment, like you were in comedy, you were in improv, yeah. you were like in that space of like wanting to be in entertainment, but didn't know social media. Yeah. And I like having a project to do and just like things to do all the time. Yeah. Um, and then we just like were a couple. Mm -hmm. And so it just worked out that way. Yeah. We really. didn't like have some plan of like, we're going to hop on this lesbian couple trend. No, it was really just like, I like to have an activity to do at all times. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, we truly didn't do it for any like particular reason. We just liked it. Um, yeah. And, and I can't ever think of a niche besides just what I am. Mm -hmm. And also <laughs> like, to be fair, like, obviously we didn't like blow up in the way some of these other couples did um but we also did it for two years without really growing that much i would say yeah like a little bit for sure but like i think we like let's say we grew two thousand followers in the first two years and then all of a sudden it picked up and went really fast it um, was something like that yeah, yeah. it's like two or three thousand in the first two years and then we went from like that to like 35,000 within a couple of months or something. And yeah. And I started like, paying rent off of YouTube for a little bit. Cause yeah. also back cool. in the day, like at, at least I think we had maybe a year of it before it went away where AdSense was really good. And then they changed the rules and just all the AdSense were cut like majorly. And I, I know that affected everyone's away. I don't know which came first. I don't know, but yeah, there was definitely a change in the algorithm and everything. But, um, but yeah, that's how we started out. And it's, I just thought about it like the other day because that doesn't exist anymore. At least not the way it used to. Like that is the not, lesbian couple thing or? Yeah. Like that being a lesbian couple alone is something, I mean, you still can monetize it, but it will it, not in the way that it used to be where before it was like you could monetize your lifestyle, being in love, being cute, answering like LGBTQ questions. And now I feel like are we old news? People are like, yeah, we get it. You can be gay and not Not even that. I feel like it's been <laughs> too over sexualized. So now like that's not gonna get you anywhere. Yeah. Unless you do like OnlyFans. Yeah. I mean that was always a problem. And also I I think it's for the better, like, if I'm being honest, because as I don't much think as it like, was like good and healthy. No, I think I really like it was helpful to me growing up to see that and like as when I was younger to see the like representation. I think that was very significant and important, but if you're the creator behind it, I don't know that it was that good for you. Like from a personal perspective, like I don't know that I mean like I was an actor and comedian in LA, so I don't know that anything I was doing was like healthy. Sure. So I don't think that i thought yeah this will be particularly unhealthy mm -hmm. um but yeah it it is bad for you in some ways it's yeah ridiculous. and like i'm sure there there are some cases where it was fine and you know whatever but i think for most people putting your relationship on blast online and sharing a lot of details about it just 
inevitably is set up to fail because you're getting people invested in your relationship that they realistically only know fraction of like yeah, they no, see what you how people would react like no i didn't know that people would think that they knew everything about us because like really actually we didn't share that many personal details like no i think we were open in like answering questions and being friendly but i don't know that we shared because like we really did keep a lot of our private life private mm-hmm. um and a lot more than uh a lot of youtubers yeah and probably you know the more successful youtubers <laughs> yeah like we never really did that truly opening our life that thing mm-hmm. but still um having your relationship tied to like your income yeah your career your ability mm-hmm. to pay your rent mm-hmm. um that is it's bad. too much pressure i think because then and i've heard people talk about this too just in general where then you start to question am i doing this for the brand or is this real like in terms of like what if i'm doing something nice for you i'm giving you flowers but i'm vlogging it did i do it for the vlog or did i do it for you did you think that did you work no, I've just heard other people talk oh, okay. about it. Because I'm like, I definitely never I didn't think like thought, that. Frida is only doing this for the vlog. Boss, that's because you're really, really nice all the time. Well, I just didn't think about it personally back then. But now I've heard it and I'm like, oh, that oh, makes man, a lot I'm of sense. I'm glad that I never thought about that. That's, mm-hmm. That would have but also been think a terrible thing to have to think about. <laughs> the And what we had to go through, too, is because you put your relationship out there, then all of a sudden you are... Uh, like you owe it to people to keep them updated on your relationship, yeah. which is, I think, where the big problem lies. And that's where I get like, uh, extremely unfriendly. Like, mm-hmm. I will, I, yeah, I would, no. I mean, even just, it's, it's, I do not owe you that. <laughs> it's such a weird concept to have to go, okay, so we broke up. We have to tell them somehow. Yeah. Like they're going to figure it out somehow, obviously, if we stop posting. But in some ways, you kind of have to tell them something at least because you have invited them into your relationship and they know that you're dating. And so if you don't date anymore, you feel this like sense of obligation to let them know that you're not, which I think is the hardest thing to do. Yeah. I mean, that is like kind of a torturous thing to ask mm. of people like this couple that just broke up and, and i know that's still they have true to make a video together about it like that is pretty wild. you have to announce it because i know that's still true maybe not to the extent that it was on youtube and it might still be to a certain extent but not as much um but i know on tiktok and whatever um people still expect you to tell them if you break up even yeah. if it's not a queer couple or, you know, whoever. But if you have publicized your relationship, they expect an update if you broke up. I do feel like ever since then, like, we have – and I mean, I can't speak for you, but I think mm-hmm. I can. Mm-hmm. But I feel like we have never updated social media about, like, anything ever again. Barely. No. I definitely took a very long break from sharing any sort of personal details or updates about my life. Yeah. Like, I did – I didn't even do like a, I'm moving to Austin. I think, like, it I was, was like, say, if you figure it out, you figure it out. I was going to say, I did do that. And that's probably the only announcement I've made since then that I'm moving. But also, like, we didn't, well, literally until this last uh, podcast or our, our first one, mm-hmm. we haven't addressed 
our relationship with each other since then, like in any kind of public way. And um, I know sometimes people have been confused because, like, still get questions about it. My brother asked me like a year ago, like, "Hey, I, I'm totally cool with whatever, but what's going I on? just don't totally know like what is the relationship between you and Frida." And so I just explained, and he's like, "Okay, cool. Now I get it. Thanks." Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize that like he didn't know. Well, how could he? We didn't tell anyone. We just kind of kept living together. And yeah, didn't really. I guess to me, I was like, say anything. Yeah, like, it's obvious we still live together, but we're not in a relationship anymore. But we're but what is that? Like extremely people, close in every way. But that's not like the average person. They don't know. What that yeah, is. I know. Um, <laughs> but even on the internet, I would say to this day, anytime we post anything together, whether it's on your account, my account, our account, which is not very often, but people ask. And they ask, are you still together? Did you, didn't you break up? What's going on? Like, they're still asking, and it's been years. Yeah. Do you ever answer them? Me neither. I mean, I did. I think I did early on. I think you did too early on. But after, like, it's been three years. I am kind of done answering the question. If you don't know, do you need to know? Yeah, I feel like I answered that question for like a month and then. We like, definitely did for a while. Um, if you don't know by now, like you didn't care enough that you but need even, to be asking me. Even then, it's like, does it matter? Yeah. Really? You know, like if we're posting a video together, does it matter to you if we're together or not? You know? Also, like. Doesn't change the video. Then what? Yeah. What does matter? Because like here well, they we just are living info. a life together, making a video together. Like why is this idea like Mm -hmm. the romantic relationship is the only one that counts yeah that's what matters like are we together well we live together we have dogs together like well i think that's the thing i think that's exactly it it's like they will validate it if it's a romantic one still you know that that'll make sense to them that will be validate like that will be something that they can grasp you know I'll admit it, though, I kind of like being confusing to people. and Well, it makes privacy easier because yeah. if, if they're confused, they're never going to really figure out the yeah, Even my own reality. family members have no idea what's going on with my life, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on a personal level, I tend to let people know, but on the internet, they can be confused all they want. You know, like, that's fine by me. I think on a personal level, I would tell people if they ask, but I don't tend to like think about telling people my updates very often. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Then whenever I do, it's like weird or doesn't go how I wanted. And so I, mm-hmm. I don't feel inspired to do it again. It's like I put out um, my first song that I like both sang and produced. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of the first time that I tried to like, really reach out to everyone who might care about me mm-hmm. and tell them that I made this thing that was really important to me. And I would really like appreciate if they listened to it. Mm-hmm. And, um, very, very few people like responded to me in any way. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, well, I you know, probably won't do this again. Like this sucks. <laughs> I mean, I think you, I'm glad you did, but yeah. I think too, but I, I definitely operate differently from other people in this way mm-hmm. of like, I have, like, there's a priority flag on things in my brain. Sure. And so it's like, if this is, if especially if you tell me this is really important to me, mm-hmm. like, 
I'm really proud of this or, you know, then I will make a big deal out of it because it is important to you. Mm-hmm. Even if like, if you just, you know, if you, well, you might not every week, then I might not ever listen to it. Sure. You know? Yeah. That's right. And so I felt like I'm telling you that it's a big deal to me, but I don't know that. Well, that's not the signifier for everyone. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know that like, I, I mean, I don't know. I have never thought about it until this moment, but probably for some people, you just say that, you know, mm-hmm. like, and it doesn't necessarily mean that you reserve saying that for special occasions when it's true, yeah. but that's how I am. Yeah. Yeah. And I think also how we kind of, came into it which is kind of bring it back to like now is because um i did tell erica the whole rundown of uh fletcher's new song which is kind of you can tell me again i'll pretend like i'm finding out for the first time no but um basically if you don't know fletcher came out with a song that is very clearly about her ex uh, named shannon who was a youtuber back then who did the whole like lesbian couple youtube an ex uh, not Fletcher, but Fletcher came out with a song that was very clearly about her and also graphically talking about Shannon's current girlfriend, which was what caused the controversy. And so I am using her real name, using her real name. Yeah. In the song. And that's how it got attention. And so, sorry, if you hear a little bell, that's my cat. She like never plays with anything, you know. She and now she's like, time. anyway, it's time to play Saturday night middle of podcasting. <laughs> but yeah, so I updated Erica on everything that's been going down on TikTok. Um, but um, yeah, that's kind of what got me thinking about all this because it's so like sharing intimate details about your relationship or your thoughts about it or your thoughts about their new girlfriend or ex-girl, like whatever it might be. It's just very personal. And like, it's one thing to make that decision for yourself, what yeah. you're going to share, yeah. but to make that decision about someone else's privacy, like, whoa. Yeah. Especially someone that you don't know. Yeah. Because I think there are two things that are just clearly over the line in this situation. And like, yeah, I only found out about this like right before the podcast when Frida told me and mm-hmm. I don't really have, like keep up with any of these people so this is not any kind of like i don't care on a personal level sure like this is just objectively wrong to me mm-hmm. because using the person's real name yeah. and saying something like sexually graphic about them mm-hmm. without their consent that can be, feel very violating for someone sure and yeah. uh, it's weird like it's mm-hmm. It, it's weird to talk about like someone's genitals who you don't know. And mm-hmm. um, it's it, like, why would you use their name? I just don't, that's, that's so clearly inappropriate to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've definitely seen both sides on TikTok, like people being like, definitely advocating for the fact that like Fletcher can talk about whatever they want because <laughs> it's their life and whatnot. But I think it does cross the line when it's someone that you don't know. Like, I don't know. I Also, we don't know how much they know each other also, or like, what their past it's is. It's their life. Well, they're not talking about their life. They're talking about someone else. And well, so I think that genitals. from what I've heard and from of the song, um, most of the song is about Fletcher and their ex. Like, not necessarily about the new girlfriend, but the new girlfriend is mentioned in a way that stands out for the song. And the song is called... I think 
Becky's hot or something. She's her name's in the title. I believe the name is in the title. I could be wrong, but I believe the name is in the title of the song, which is kind of what stuck out to me. To me, what this seems like, and yeah, I guess this is a judgment I can't fully make, but it just seems like someone vastly prioritizing, like making a splash on social media and mm-hmm. like getting which a it lot did, of, it did already like attention over a human being mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i think it's hard to know who knows what and what was planned and what wasn't but from the looks of it like i hope this was you know I hope- some plotted yeah. out thing and we're all being taken for a ride like because that would be better than yeah i here. truly hope this was a pr trick because if it wasn't then this is just gonna cause a lot of like emotional damage to everyone and i don't think this i don't think like we shouldn't start thinking that it's normal to just, mm-hmm. like, I don't know, not have any kind of regard for, mm-hmm. like, other people. And um, sure. yeah. and this idea that, like, I don't know, you can say it, but, like, why? You don't have to say everything. And, like, yeah, there are other ways to say things. Like, it's just Well, too- even, honestly, like, some people might have figured it out either way, but, like, don't use their actual name. Yeah. That's, like, there you are can- so many songs where... They put it in a certain way that, like, you know, it'll be like in the in the notes on the A to Z lyrics, and like it's sure. or even that this like, is about their ex, but like you don't know for sure because they weren't crass enough to make it that obvious. Yeah, I think the whole like the like very direct lyrics now that are more trendy in a way is like. Fine if you don't know anything about the person or the situation, but the minute you do, it's kind of like weird. Like, um, I don't know. I hope that you and Jennifer was not actually about someone named Jennifer because I just assumed that it was just made up. Yeah. Because that's the first song I can remember hearing that was like mm-hmm. use someone's name. And I like thought it was very, I don't know, attention grabbing and interesting. The only thing that comes to mind is Delilah, but... Oh that yeah, so long ago. that is a, a real person, though. I remember. Yeah, um, but that wasn't like graphic either. Like no, and if anything, it was just it like, was like cute. It's more the person, if anything, which obviously it was a huge hit, so they were not embarrassing themselves. But if anything, they would just be embarrassing themselves because they're like mm-hmm. a sap for this person. Yes, but like, yeah. I feel like You and Jennifer was the first song I heard like that, and then I heard a whole bunch of copycat songs after them, which has yeah. been done. Mm-hmm. But also, no, if it's actually about a real person and using their real... No, that's not okay. I don't like that at all. Yeah, it's just... It's crossing a line that I don't think has been crossed before that now it becomes a problem, but... But yeah. Also, it, I have a personal belief, and this is definitely not something that most people share, mm-hmm. but I feel like if you have ever been really close with someone like best friend or in love with them or like mm-hmm. at one time you were that important to each other. Yeah. You uh, trusted each other with everything about yourself. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's an important thing to me that I think matters even after it's over. Mm-hmm. And to me, I would never violate that mm-hmm. by talking about that person publicly. I think it's wrong. Yeah, and I don't think that is necessarily. I think true very for few most people, people yeah. share my opinion on yeah. that. Yeah. That is definitely just a personal thing. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, 
you I mean, I, I never catch me talking shit about any exes or mm-hmm. any ex best friends or mm-hmm. anything because, mm-hmm. like, I just don't think that's okay. Yeah, I think that's fair. Also, um, I do have an update on JoJo and Kylie. Oh, okay. What is it? They may have broken up. May have. Not confirmed, but very What's the possible. Um, well, they removed pic- all the pictures of each other on their social media. Like, if they posted a picture of them mm. together, it has now been removed. They still follow each other as far as I know. I could be wrong. Um, I don't do that either. Like, like delete pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know that it, like, they could be trolling all of us. And, like, if so, good for them. Because, like, they should have their privacy. But people are certainly speculating. That does seem to be a really normal thing that people do either when they break up or when they're just, like, mad at someone. But even if they had an argument or whatever. But they're not, like. This is how I found out one friendship was over once. They unfollowed you? And they deleted every photo they'd ever posted with me. And I was like, oh, okay. oh mm-hmm. that's it. I mean, first of all, to me, way too much work. I'm not going to scroll back and do all that. But also, like, they were my friend in the past. I don't feel a need to erase them from my past. Mm-hmm. I would. But <laughs> you didn't have, you haven't erased me from your social media. I definitely removed a lot of photos of us. But that's different. I, mm-hmm. like, put a whole bunch of stuff on, like, private or like archive mm-hmm. or whatever sure because also i think that was easier but it, for I, us to not have to like see romantic stuff of us all the time like, i when did we it were for with our break i did it for a personal reason because yeah. i didn't want to see it. it wasn't necessarily for someone like anyone else it was for me yeah it was like we were adjusting to being friends you don't need to see pictures of you kissing like it's no exactly and i think i think that also is based on the fact that we posted a lot of stuff that most people may not post yeah so, but I didn't see any pictures thing. of you that were just like standing next to each other, you know. Like, no, then I just changed the caption. I don't know if I had because I know I at least early on I know I did that for sure, but yeah. um, but yeah, um, I do I'm find it too lazy to do something. Like I found fa- I do find it like I do keep up with like the whatever drama, whatever you want to call it, but I also can see how like. I don't necessarily, I'm not that invested. Like, I will keep up just to keep up to be able to, like, talk about it or, like, know what's going on. But I do find it a little, like, uh, you don't need to speculate anytime, you know, someone hasn't liked a certain post of someone's and, like, whatever. Like, I think that's a little extreme, but I also can see that if there's an overwhelming amount of evidence, it's probably true. But also, I just feel like they're I- just living their lives. Yeah, I enjoy this, you know, regular feature that has no existed for both of our episodes. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, I want to, you know, just be like, I'm just rooting for them, honestly. Yeah. Like, they're cute. You broke up, good for you. Then the relationship wasn't right for you yeah. right now. You're together, good for you. Honestly. I just want to, you know, support it either way. Yeah, I'm partially too, because, like, someone like JoJo Siwa, it's a big deal. You know, like, that does mean oh, something. Yeah. So, like... For that reason, no matter how it ends up, I will talk about it for that reason because it has a significant cultural effect of, like, someone that is, like, a kid star for, like, Nickelodeon whatever coming out and being open and having a public relationship, whatever it is. Does he will be the first change things. person that a lot of people are aware of. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I happened to see a TikTok that came across my For You page that was like, I don't know, it was like 10 people had watched it. You know, it was just a oh, random yeah. thing. But this, it was this person talking about JoJo Siwa and how they just had no idea what like an impact JoJo Siwa was going to make on their life. But JoJo Siwa had been the model example that all the mm-hmm. like dance moms that they grew up around mm-hmm. had like lifted up as the ideal of like Christian, you yes, know, good girl. True. That's what you should aspire to be. And so when JoJo Siwa came out as gay, like those people were just losing the their walls were just crumbling behind. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, the very fabric of their reality shifted under their feet. And that, I think it's fantastic. I love that. Also, there is another person from Dance Moms that has is bi, I believe, that is currently dating a girl yeah. as well. Yeah. Well, good for them, too. Yeah, which I just love because they were – I mean, they were kids when they, that was filmed. So, like, nobody knew what was going to, like, happen. But I do love that, like, it's just generally more accepted and they are pushing the boundary of, like, who – can come out because it was like a lot of people are gay and they won't come out if they have a certain brand or image. But I the see, people that Jojo do, Siwa definitely had so much money writing on this, had so many people telling her, "Do not, you cannot ruin the brand." I'm sure, mm-hmm. and oh, I'm sure, but I also think because that, she's like big money, she's because that's yes. like, but I also think she had an expiration date. As terrible as it sounds, she's a Nickelodeon <laughs> star who's growing up. By the time she's 25, she's not going to be on Nickelodeon anymore, probably. You know, like... I don't know. She will always find a way to reach those five-year-olds if she wants to. I think absolutely on her her own terms. But I don't know that Nickelodeon is going to keep around adults for too long. You know, like... I have no idea. I just saw that she has a really big bow business. You know, like... Yeah. Oh, she does. But um, I do think, like, with just like with Disney and Nickelodeon... They tend to cast young. So, do you think she's faking being gay for the transition no. of her career? I'm just kidding. Not at all. I think she's finally allowed to be whoever she wants to be. Oh. Um, but I think there, with Disney and Nickelodeon, there is a certain demand and pressure to be a certain person. And then once you're closer to 18, you might have an opportunity to break out of that because you might have a contract until you're 18. Yeah, or a lot of them just have like. You know, just kind of big old mental breakdowns. Sure. Which, yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be that, like, so bad. Not mm-hmm. mental breakdown, but Disney child. Disney star. Yeah. Um, and I, like, I think I told my mom specifically in these words once that, like, I wish that she was more like Hilary Duff's mom. To take you to L.A. and do all the things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, because I was so talented. And that was the only thing stopping mm-hmm. me from stardom was this mom that wanted her own life instead of mine. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, uh, would I manage to not have a giant mental breakdown, like, at 18 if I had been – no, I'm not I'm – If not you would have been a star at, like, 10, probably not. You so know? then, like, I might be dead by now. You know, this is probably – it's good. Thanks, mm-hmm. Mom, for not being like Hillary Duff's mom. Mm-hmm. No shade to Hillary Duff's mom. She clearly did great because Hillary Duff is alive and doing fine. Yeah. No shade to people who are not alive. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> I think we can wrap this up, huh? <laughs> um, yeah, we talked about everything. That's all. I think is. we covered everything. But yeah, thank you so much for listening. Um, hopefully, you liked it. Um, 
you can if someone knows the people at iTunes, tell them to stop. Oh yeah, please us. get our podcast up on iTunes, please. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you want to follow us, we're at Eric and Frida on social media. We post there every now and then. Um, <laughs> that is but so you enticing. Can, yes, well, seeing you keep on your toes, you never know. Um, you can also find us on our personal uh, social media, which is mine is at Hey It's Frida Hey with the J because I'm Swedish, and Erica's is at Erica Heidewald. Which I could say is spelled that way because I'm German, but... You could. German people would already know that, and if you aren't German, it's not helpful at all for knowing how to spell it. doesn't it. tell you anything, yeah. Yeah. But anyways. But nothing's really helpful for learning how to spell it, so just good luck to you. Anyways, good luck. Bye! Good luck to you all for everything. Goodbye! Goodbye!